Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Wellness Pod. Hi everybody, so happy to have you guys back and to be back to my regular recording schedule. The last two weeks have definitely been a bit different. I've been late to post, super busy, and I'm just overall feeling very thankful and blessed. The support I got from you guys for having my first guest. It's definitely something that I'm excited to explore in the future with other people. Some listeners only like solo podcasts, some like, you know, with guests. I'm more of a solo podcast person. Like I like to just hear one person because sometimes when there's two people talking, um, depending on what the podcast is, I feel like it can get a bit messy and then I just feel like I can't listen to it like I don't know since the headphones are in my ear I feel like there's just too much going on inside of my head if that makes any sense but anyways about the bowl the wellness bowl model sold 68 of them for this Sunday I'm not sure about this Wednesday I have to check with him and I'm just really like I really just thought it was gonna be a couple of my friends buying it but I mean it's a great combination bowl in my opinion and so I'm really happy that people are enjoying it happy fall yes well I don't know technically summer's till like the 21st I don't care it's fall so let's get into the topic of today which is guilt The episode is going to be named Shed of That Guilt because I feel like it's definitely an emotion that almost all of us have felt on any scale, like from a little bit to a lot, and it's not the most pleasant feeling to feel, and I wanted to highlight some specific things that I feel like we should shed guilt from or things that I've been doing, Um, you know, things that even if other people may feel aren't right, are selfish, aren't the smartest decisions for us we should embrace these things wholeheartedly i'll start off with my favorite and something i've repeated on this podcast over and over and over again which is saying no this to me is probably the top guilt inducing thing i feel like i'm gonna say that for a lot of them so my bad if i say it again but it definitely shouldn't be we should not feel guilty for having for not having the emotional or physical capacity to do what someone is asking of us. It's better to say no, obviously, respectfully, than to do something and not enjoy doing it, even though there are things that come with responsibilities in our life that we're not always going to enjoy doing. The things that we can control and that we don't want to do, we should definitely um, be communicating that in a healthy way. The second one I'll get into is taking a break. In this society, Working 24-7, having multiple jobs, not sleeping is glamorized. And although I personally am extremely self-aware and know that that type of lifestyle is not for me, I do understand that some people thrive off that. And I also feel that a lot of times women especially feel extreme guilt for just taking a break, like just chilling. It seems like there's always something to do somewhere to be if you're sitting it can feel like well you could have used this time to do this or that like we have to be able to disconnect and chill out to have the energy and capacity to show up for ourselves and for other people and I understand like taking a break is hard for some people I personally have worked up to taking breaks and one of the things that worked for me like it's really hard for me to just be like I'm gonna take a break and just go sit so 
because I am a very um, routine centered person, I like schedules, I like um, I'm that type of person. I have to kind of schedule or time my breaks. So somewhere in the day, I'll be like, okay, well, uh, after I'm done washing the dishes, I'm going to sit on the couch for like 20 minutes and just not do anything. And that really does work for me. And sometimes I'll put a timer on. And when the timer goes off, I feel energized to get up and continue doing what I was doing. And then other times I'll ignore the timer stop it press snooze and continue just sitting there and I feel like it might feel uncomfortable at first because obviously when you're sitting there you kind of like oh man like that counter looks dirty or I should be cleaning this or whatever um I feel like soon enough the guilt and weirdness will hopefully go away if you continuously make that a habit to take a break the next one is very personal to me and it's guilt for feelings and emotions I'm an extremely empathetic person I'm a feeler so if you're crying I'm crying if I'm some watching somebody on tv and something emotional is going on I'm crying I cried watching Winnie the Pooh so that's really all I have that should tell you everything that you need to know although managing my emotions is definitely something that I've been working on throughout the years The guilt that comes from just being an emotional person is a big one because I feel like people who are strong and people who don't cry and people, um, you know, who can take stuff are kind of, you know, labeled as like, I just said it, like strong. And then the people that, you know, are more sensitive or cry or whatever, they're kind of labeled as like, oh, you're so emotional or you're so sensitive. And that used to bother me a lot to the point where I wanted to kind of um, push that away or like suppress it. And people will always try to dictate how you should feel, how sad you should feel, how long you should feel sad. And if you're feeling sad for too long, then it's kind of like you need to get over it. This just creates a space and an atmosphere for us to suppress our emotions. And eventually down the line, it, it comes out anyways. And then there's so much more to deal with because you've been just bottling this in. Um, I think crying is a very healthy thing to do. Uh, if you're crying, like if you're, just, if you're having outbursts of cries, I think that that's something that should be looked deeper into. But I think that crying honestly is a very, very, very healthy emotional response. It's scientific that crying is good for you. Again, um, I'm not sure what the normal is, but if you're just walking throughout your day and crying randomly, that is something to kind of look deeper into. But that's not what I'm talking about here. I'm just talking about like crying in situations that call for. I don't know how to explain this. You got what I mean, right? Okay. I hope you get what I mean. And um, yeah, I've embraced being who I am and I think it definitely makes me a lot more relatable and it's a top goal that I'm continuously working on because I was that outburst crier where I would just get like choked up and just start crying and I'm just like oh my god like I need to be able to manage this in a way (laughs) where I'm not just crying at random places for no reason not wanting to get out of bed some days we need to normalize this we need to shed the guilt from that this also ties in with taking a break again definitely a relatable thing for anybody who has kids anybody who works just anyone in general I think 
Um, when we were raised, a lot of us were raised with the weekends being a time where sleeping in wasn't allowed. Your mom was busting into your room at a certain time saying that the house needed to be clean. You know, why are you sleeping? Get up, you know, this, that. And again, not shaming anybody's parents. That's probably the way that they were raised because that was just the culture back then. And I feel like a lot of us um, have brought that into our adult life and things can wait. I'm saying that in like capital letters. The kitchen can wait. The drawer can wait. The counter can wait. We have to learn to listen to our body more. It tells us when we're tired, when we're physically depleted. And the more that we try to push it, it'll push back in another moment. Being selective with our time and energy I wanted to put this one at the top as I went through the list, but it's okay. The guilt that comes from choosing ourselves first is huge. We have to pour into our cup first. Yeah, there are people who will pour into our cup, but being selfish and knowing what we can and can't do is crucial, but it's also really, really hard. Like It's really easy for me to say right now, but sometimes it's really hard to actually put into action. For example, me... Social interaction as I've gotten older is really hard. I go out and almost an hour in, I want to go home. Like I can plan this. I'll be so happy because this is coming up. And honestly, even when I'm getting ready for it, I'm also having like, a you know, I'm getting ready. I'm getting cute. I'm taking pictures. I get there and I almost always want to leave. And I stood really firm when I'm feeling that my social battery is done And I think the people around me know me well enough that when I say I'm leaving, like I'm leaving and I don't care. But I did have a lot of guilt when I started to notice that I love being home more than going out, which wasn't the case for me for a big chunk of my teenage years and in my 20s. I left slash got kicked out of my house when I was 18. It depends who you ask. If you ask my mom, she says I left. If you ask me, I say I got kicked out, whatevs. Um, and I was like a nomad. I slept here. I slept there. I slept everywhere. And it was just really hard for me to not want to stay home because I felt for a long time that I didn't have one. So I thrived off being in social interactions with my friends. They were basically, you know, the people that were my support system at the time. And now that I do have a home, I think that a part of me is healing that inner child, that wants to nurture the comfort of my own home that I neglected for an extremely long time. But back to the guilt part, whenever I want to leave early, it was questioned a lot when I first started doing it. And I get it, but eventually my friends have been really understanding. Um, It's kind of like a thing where I'll just want to leave. And yeah, I don't really care if I want to leave, then I'm leaving. And I was there for a good time and... Not a long time because I want to go home and go to sleep. (laughs) Okay, the next one is not being available to others. Big, big, big guilt trigger for people, especially with our phones being on us 24-7. I would stress myself so much. I would be doing something that I knew needed my undivided attention. And then my phone would ring or people in my group chat were talking and I felt such FOMO. I can't have a group chat. I mean, I like the one that I'm in, but multiple ones no thank you I can't now I try to keep the phone away from me or literally train myself to do one thing at a time like if like if I'm a dog my if I was a dog I would be a golden retriever anyways I was and I still kind of am a 
I can juggle all this type of person. And it was very, very messy to be like that. So one thing at a time, unless it's an emergency, of course, but if it can wait, then it should. What also made me feel guilty with this is that because I'm a quick texter, if I purposely took long, it almost felt like the other person thought that I was ignoring them, which might be true, but also it's not my problem and I really shouldn't feel guilty for it. I'll add for the next one, moving on here, because I think a lot of people struggle with this, especially in relationships, especially in unhealthy ones. It's really tough to move on from somebody in general. There's sort of a grievance that comes when you're done with someone, healthy or unhealthy. It still hits the same, honestly. Sometimes the unhealthier ones hit harder. And when you're in a cycle with the same patterns over and over again, it tends to become the normal. That tends to be what your relationship is about because you and the other person know no other way to be. And to be the one to stop and say, that's it, I need to move on. The guilt that comes from that, the feeling of giving up on this person, giving up on the what ifs is extremely hard. And I feel like moving on can create a lot of guilt, especially if the other person is manipulative, then that guilt can come directly from them. If not, then it can come from yourself. And we can't believe everything our mind tells us because sometimes we're not rational when it comes to our emotions. There doesn't always have to be closure. And I feel like there's this preconceived notion that in order to move on, in order to let go, in order to get better, you need to have closure with this person. And sometimes we chase that closure to get some sort of understanding when at times all you need is a clean cut from the person and knowing that you tried your best. And even if you didn't, that this chapter is closed. So whoever needed to hear that, I hope that that resonated with you. And then the last one I'll say is following your intuition. I like to call this the Holy Spirit, but some people call it that gut feeling, that sixth sense, that little voice. Listen to it. This one takes practice because I just said not too long ago that sometimes our mind isn't rational, but I like to think of my intuition as that part of me that brings me peace. A lot of times we like to ignore this. We're like, nah, I'll just do it this way or like, no, that can't be right. Guess what? I can remember a lot of times where I've known that something was up and I ignored my gut and I ended up being right. And sometimes we betray ourselves because of the desire because, damn, you always going so good saying that sentence. Sometimes we betray ourselves at times because of the desires of the flesh and we cannot We have to actively practice listening to our intuition and not feeling guilty about going against the normal thing to do in a situation because if it doesn't feel right, 10 out of 10 times you'll look back and you'll be glad that you listened to yourself. Um, Yeah, I'm sure you guys have so much more to add to this list and if you do, I'm really happy that we're all working towards this, shedding that guilt, shedding that, that feeling of that. If this is the first time somebody has put it into words, a list or a perspective, then I'm glad I got you guys thinking. I always want to come from a place of self-reflection, encouragement, and I love, love, love you guys. And if you guys tune in, it's because you guys want to learn something new. 
get a new perspective, be inspired, motivated, and that's already a win. So I love you guys. Have the best week. Follow me on IG if you don't at thewellnesspod.co. And yeah, God bless.